Hello, and welcome to our podcast. We want to teach you stuff and make you laugh and also turn you on. I'm Sleeping Girl. I'm Cece. And we're the two hip chicks. So let's take a shot and get this show on the road. Hi. Yay. Okay, so today we're taking a shot. Oh. <laughs> And they're off to the races. No, it's going to be gonna... a little green elixir. Oh, that's a... Oh, well, you just... What? I could use that as I could use that as the uh, song. We're you taking a shot can. of Kinky Green. Won't make Yay. any sense. We'll have to find a different song now. Um, a tempting fusion of crisp green apple and pear. And I think we haven't had this before, but maybe we have. I don't know. We don't think so. But I really would like to get drunk right now. Um... All right. Yeah, let's do that. I want All right. to get drunk because I'm tired and All right. getting tired. You can't open that, can you? I can open it. See, that was a suggestion. Uh. It failed miserably. Oh, wait, no. That was, <laughs> I explored with you and, and, we, and we learned that everything. we learned oh. that you were able to open the bottle. That's right. Uh, okay. I, don't, I don't do well with, like, negatives. With, wait, yeah. Yeah. You just ignore. Like, try. Right. Like, no, thank right. you. All right. We're not even in the hypnosis part of this. We're not allowed to talk about hypnosis until the hypnosis part of the podcast. We're just taking a shot and getting drunk. Oh, okay. Uh, it might actually be a little drunk because now the way so I'm talking So we don't talk about magic. Like we I'm... don't talk about mind control. No, we don't no, talk about... no. This is You're not... You're the one who started no, with the no, suggestion. No, no, no. Don't click it too close to the mic. Why? Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Oh, that's good. Yummies. Have we had this before? I don't know. It's delicious. I mean, oh. I don't like it. Oh, yeah, because you don't like apple. I don't like green apple. If you like green apple, this is awesome. Kinky green. Also, the, all the kinky liqueurs are really yummy, so yeah. those are fun. Yeah. All right. We let's usually know they're safe. Let's get started. So this is super exciting. Um, today we're actually going to be pimping somebody's art commissions on the podcast. Just so you guys know, this is a paid advertisement, but this person is really genuinely fantastic. So um, her name is Snake Gal Sky. You guys have probably, if you're on Tumblr, you've probably seen her art around. She draws like fantastically adorable people and like Lamia, Naga type creatures with lots of coily, scaly things and like fantastic trans faces her art is so colorful and fantastic like i don't know i I have like kind of an art crush a little bit (laughs) after going through her tumblr um but so she takes commissions um and i'm going to be linking to her tumblr deviantart and her commission sheet um and you guys should really check it out uh and go for it support your local community people who are doing hot things and sexy products for you and stuff this is my first ad, so <laughs> that's okay. No, but seriously, she's amazing, um, and I'm going to be posting stuff from her Tumblr as well um, in, right. the, in the links for this stuff. Um, yeah, check it out. Coin-operated boy sitting on the shelf. He is just a toy, but I turn him on. And he comes to life, automatic joy, that is why I want a coin. Hi, I'm Sleepy Girl. And I'm Cece. And this is our Two Hip Chicks podcast. Two Hip Chicks where we get drunk and we talk about hypnosis and trance in our lives. Um, oh, now we can talk about hypnosis? Now we can talk about oh, okay. hypnosis. <laughs> I know. 
Oh my god. Um, so this podcast is not safe for work. Um, and we do trance during this podcast, so please don't listen to it while you're driving. Um, I think that's it, right? I think so. Okay. So let's get started. All right. Today, we are going to talk about... Oh my god, I have like a frog in my throat. Okay. That's, so that's not objectifying at be... all. We're going to be talking about objectification. Our uh, a friend of the podcast, Gleeful Abandon, suggested this topic to us. Thank yes. you. Thank you, friend. Um, and so it's it's a great topic, and I think there's like a lot of parts to it, which is going to yes. make it really interesting yes, to talk absolutely. about. Absolutely. Yeah. So like I was thinking about it, um, and as I was thinking about the concept of objectification, I was thinking there's like... For me, there's like two sorts of main parts to it. And one of them, when it comes to hypnosis, is like literally being turned into an object, like furniture or something. Right. Um, or like statue and doll play and stuff is part of that too, or can be. Yes. And then there's the objectification where you're being treated like an object. Mm-hmm. So, and that can involve hypnosis or not involve hypnosis. And honestly, right. the, the type where your furniture can also involve or not involve hypnosis all the stuff we do blah 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 whatever yada, yada. sure sure um so let's see so we've done some stuff with this i have a i have a lot of experience with objectification but a lot of the stuff that we do mm-hmm. you and i is usually in that like second category where I treat you like an object a lot. Right. I really don't see you very much as a person. Right. <laughs> this so then, is the thing. <laughs> I mean, so like right now you're objectifying me. Absolutely. Right? I'm, you know? I'm constantly objectifying you. In our, in our day-to-day life. Right. Um, and, um, it, I mean, it's, it's funny because it's like, for me, I, when this topic first came up, I was like, well, we did do humiliation. Yeah. But. This is very different than humiliation. I it, mean, it can involve humiliation. Oh, and, and it usually does for yeah. me, right? It goes into that yeah, headspace. And, and for some people, I'm sure it does, and for some people, maybe it doesn't. You right? Know? Of course, of course. But I think uh, one of the uh, interesting differences is that when you're an object, you're not necessarily significant in the situation, right? Yeah. So you're not the focus or or whatever when it comes to humiliation. It's like you're kind of more, more part of the situation. Yeah. As well, in some to, ways, that's yeah. that's kind of one of those like, I don't know, uh, that's kind of one of those fantasy things because objectification, right. the person is the focus of the scene. Because, right, or could or, be, or, or yeah, could, yeah, yeah, or could very much be that they're the focus of the scene because they're being objectified, even if they're a hat rack on the other mm-hmm. side of the room, you know generally some attention is being paid to the fact that they're a hat rack and, and right. people are hanging coats off of them or whatever. Right. You know, um, stuff like that. Jewelry stands or whatever. Um, yeah. And yeah. So that's one of those like, but, but absolutely you could do it in a way that you make someone a hat rack and they're just in the corner of the room and really no right. one pays attention to them. Right. But I think that in situation, in like a lot of situations, you are giving a lot of focus yeah to that i would think at from, least in from a the top useful perspective. point of view yeah and i think that's honestly that's actually brings me to one of my reasons i love objectification so much is because you're being useful 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, um, well, and then there, and you're, so service. Right. And you're avoiding the, avoiding saying being used, which is like the, right. The sexy, well, right. The sexy way of I, saying I don't it. I not know if I'm avoiding it or not, but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, being used is like the best, right? right? But, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. For me, like, not being useful, and I do mean that word, is one of, like, the most horrific things for yeah. me, right? So, um, so that's why I use that word. But yeah. absolutely used as a way hotter word. Right. Um, right. Well, now so you just made me, so like, let's, blush. Let's tra- so- yeah, so let's keep that going. Let's transition into one of the ways that we do objectification. Oh, okay. <laughs> which we have talked about on this podcast before, which is the fact right. that I use you as a sex toy. Um, okay. <laughs> I didn't actually think we were going there for some reason. Of course reason. we're going there. So this, is, so this is, like, a really, like, standard or classical idea of objectification is using someone as a sex toy. Right. Like, and, and there's a lot of different ways to do it in our language uh-huh. we tend to call you a vibrator because right uh, usually you're doing oral on me and i feel like i'm just masturbating right you know? no and exactly that's, and that's so it just makes sense thing. uh because that you know like that's what the terminology the, right right what a vibrator would do but technically i would be more of like a just a, a sex right like a useful Some kind of sex <laughs> <laughs> all right why are you being so mean with that word I'm not a nice person. I know. You're evil. I am evil. <laughs> That's fine. I've so. come to terms with it. It's okay. <laughs> I guess. So anyway. But yeah, uh, no, just um uh used as a sex object like used as a sexual uh what are you trying sex to say? object. Because I feel like a sex object is like different. Why is it different to you? Like it, like a sex object is more of just um a masturbation toy like what do you try what what part so i don't I'm, know i'm interested <laughs> what's the distinction in your head between what a sex a sex a sex object i don't i don't know it just seems different because okay so for me a sex object is very much like a person doing sexual things okay um but it, it doesn't make any sense because so it's, like it's literally thing, right? yeah. I think it's just a, yeah. a thing in my head. That's interesting. I though. think when I'm going down on you, I am very much a tool. Yeah. So it has less to do with being like a sex object, which also just sounds like it would be something where I'm admired when I hear sex object. It, it I sounds see. like the sex okay, object okay. is admired. I gotcha. Versus just being used. Right that word again right i i tried using useful and then it didn't come out (laughs) thank you you're welcome um let's see yeah so so we we do this i i use you as a masturbation toy um right and so we do that in a variety of different ways sometimes with hypnosis sometimes without hypnosis and then there's also the idea that the amount of times that we've done this with the amount of conditioning and association it's almost always with hypnosis in the end exactly Um, because i almost always go into trance but we've done it with we've we've done various amounts of personhood when you're down there um personhood like you being there versus not being there as much. Oh, oh. I guess. Like in my head or not in my head? Yeah, I guess so. Something like that. Okay. Like, um, 
let's see. Because sometimes we'll start off and you'll be like we'll we'll be transitioning from like doing some trancy play where you're mm-hmm. kind of really not there much anymore right and then you're just doing the thing and you're i i like i I've, i think i've used the words like perpetual motion machine where you know one thing will lead to another will lead to another will lead to another right. um and and that's objectifying in in the for- oh, yeah. in the former way as well as the latter which um Sometimes when we'll do that type of thing, you'll be more there than not there. And I guess maybe I'm sort of bullshitting because I'm just like, <laughs> well, sometimes there's hypnosis beforehand and sometimes there's not. Right. <laughs> right. Well, and, and lately you've been liking to um, make the the toy not as... Um, like accurate or oh or, yeah that's really hot well that's like make it mess up yeah that's that's almost less objectifying well no that's not true that's oh i think it's pretty objectifying right, on exactly. my part this is this is that because split again if anything as a human i right. would want to do it right especially for a so service that's interesting so for you that is more like you're literally being turned into some kind of object as opposed to being a human for me, when I make you bad at it, which right. for the record is really hot, like so, so I what what I've tended to do sometimes is I'll I'll transfer to the point that she's so out of it that she has a difficult time being like accurate and good at giving oral, um, which is unbelievably sexy when you have someone who's so tranced out they can't even do it right. It's it's really good. So for me, that's totally objectifying you because i'm using you as like porn at that point right and i'm seeing you more as a person i'm not seeing you quite as a person because i never see you as a person right but i'm seeing you more as a person who's failing than i am as <laughs> as a machine wouldn't fail as a machine wouldn't fail exactly that's the thing oh uh, that's funny but you don't have but you have a different perspective on that oh of course i mean totally yeah because as a human pleasing their their dominant you wouldn't i fail. wouldn't fail exactly. <laughs> like, that's very interesting that's very interesting and don't like it right i mean right. absolutely don't get me wrong i find it very uh hot that you find it hot to be fair when i'm doing it i don't know i'm messing up that much like yeah. i'm just yeah, too out exactly. of it to you're, actually you're know it. it's great that i'm messing up so we've talked about you giving me yeah. oral for how many minutes now Let's like 11 see. or something we could, we could yeah. talk about it for an hour but we won't um, right so you mentioned something about um being aware or not yes. being aware yep so when it comes to objectification i think i prefer being aware that i'm being objectified yes so in other words, during the objectification, my brain is aware that I'm being objectified. Right. And that that comes back to something else I've mentioned before of the like, if they're in a situation, if your subject is in a situation where they're like experiencing something that's really different for them or yeah. they're, they're being made into something very different for them, there's there's the kind of thing that will happen where if they're sort of still there or watching or something, mm-hmm. they can find it hot in the moment versus they're really not there anymore and they'll find it hot after the moment. 
Right. And, like, just understanding that they, like, that there is that distinction. Mm-hmm. So for you, you think that you, you'd rather find it hot in the moment. I tend to agree. I think so. Yeah. I don't actually know for sure. Right. Um, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that that would be the case. Yeah. Um, but the other thing I find very hot and kind of along the same lines is having only part of me being objectified. Yes. So in other words, um, how to explain that, like one of my limbs or, or that sort of thing. Or your pussy. Or, okay, I forgot about that one. <laughs> wow, I got a very vivid image of us did. doing that now. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We actually have pictures, don't we? Yep. Okay, never mind. <laughs> anyway. Right, or that. Um, Being but, used. But absolutely, so that's that's a really good example of another way that you can have somebody still being aware of what's going on but have a part of them really not be human anymore. We've oh, done yeah. this we've done this in other ways. So like for example, I use you as an ashtray or I use your hand as an ashtray. Right. And so your hand very much is is cataleptic and becomes this object and you have some kind of subjective experience that yes. it feels like an object. Well, and I don't remember us ever um I mean my hand was just your ashtray, right? So it yeah. was just um being used as an ashtray. Yeah. And, um, but I do remember there were a few times where, um, I couldn't, you couldn't, I move couldn't it. like move it. Yeah. Like I was, I, I let you know, I'm like, so yeah, it's stuck. Right. Like, I don't know what happened this time or whatever. And I don't remember if we had other people sharing at that time or something. Cause we've also done, you've also done that where you've invited other people to share right in the ashtray. Um, but I don't think so, actually. I think, no, it, was, I think it, it was just, just you and I. Yeah. But it was stuck. Yeah. I couldn't pry my fingers apart. I couldn't. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. And that's one of those things, like, if you're, like, because objectification is such a theme in our relationship yeah. and um, we have certain associations with it, mm-hmm. then things like that can just happen. And that's great. Like, right. that's fantastic. Oh, that was just hot. Super hot. Um. Yeah, so 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 that's a that's one of our examples of what we've done with it. And so I want to jump back to let's see the other uh I can't talk. So I objectify you all the time. Right. So <laughs> Okay, so we're going back to that. So okay, we're going back, back to, to that. that. Um so a lot of the trance stuff that we do for me mm-hmm. is also objectification. I mean, you could argue that Everything we do is objectification. Right. And I think that would be pretty accurate, actually. But um, so I see you when we're doing trance, I yeah. see you as porn, like, all the time. Right. Like, I sometimes I will just trance you just to see your face because it turns me on. Right. And that so so then there's a purpose. So then you have a purpose. So maybe that's an aspect of objectification is that the object has a purpose. Oh yeah, no. I mean that's huge for me. And I and and I know that you're human shaped or whatever. Um, yep. It's not that I'm turning you into a photograph or a, a like a Tumblr GIF of someone who's <laughs> being porn. Although we could do that. That'd be interesting. 
Um, Make me two dimensional. Yeah. <laughs> that would be interesting. You could have it's like subjective experiences of being two dimensional. Oh my gosh. On a, on Tumblr or something. It'd be fun. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. But evil. Evil. Right. And so, but even just being able to appreciate your responses in a way that lessens you as a person and that okay. like there's, yeah. so there's aspects of humiliation with that there's that right. there's, it's all about objectification like being able to see your eyes rolling and stuff which i talk about on the podcast right. all the fucking time um, right because that's really hot and like so just stuff like that yeah like 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 making your partner attractive to you in a way that is oh, humiliating to them. Well, it doesn't have to <laughs> it doesn't involve humiliation. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just talking. <laughs> I'm a little drunk. Well, I mean, okay. So there's that kind of objectification too, right? When you have like, yeah, somebody all, um, dolled up or something. Yeah. Even though that's hey, <laughs> interesting good term, segue. Huh? Um. But I mean, yeah, so honestly, I would I would feel almost like uh bimbo what is it? Bimbification. Bimbification. Okay. I would see almost that is more so than doll play, to be oh, honest. Objectifying? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's and that's a part of it. And like so then there's the like trophy wife concept. Right. And, blow up um, doll. Blow up doll concept. Which we've there's done before. So many and, and so there's like all of these objectification is this big umbrella for yeah. a lot of different things because it can involve dollification mm-hmm. and, uh, and um, like robot stuff and then bibification there's the, the sort of different type of objectification where it's like objectifying someone it doesn't have to be in a feminine way but it can be in a feminine way or it can sure, be of because, course. because of their looks as opposed to their smarts which is like part of bibification um, okay, yeah. and stuff like that yeah. So there's a lot. I don't think it has to involve any of these things. But it does not. It, it, can. it certainly does not. Yeah. It, but I would just... say there's uh, there's uh, um, parts of objectification in these things. Yes, absolutely. Or aspects. These are these are more like examples of things you could do overtly with objectification. Yeah. I guess I guess what we're kind of like sort of converging on is the concept that objectification is more of a mindset and has some amount of subjective feelings with it. Yeah. So let's explore that. Like, let's say, what do you feel when you're being objectified? What makes you know that you're being objectified? I mean, to be honest, I'll be fully honest. Yeah. I don't always know I'm being objectified. Okay. A perfect example of that is... When you're putting me into a trance and you were like basically seeing it as porn, yeah, um, I didn't actually know about that For until later. Yeah. So until you told I was, me, I was uncomfortable with that a little bit. Right. Yeah. So until you told me, I didn't even know. Yeah. Right. So there's got to be some information mm-hmm. to some degree um, to know. Uh. Even to some degree, like, I don't know. I mean, so then you almost do need information. So then there's a lot of, so then there's a lot of questions there. Like, so, um, 
Let's see. Let's take a quick break. Okay. Okay, we're back. So, so what I was saying was there's there's some interesting questions about that in that like so communication is necessary for the person to feel objectified. Some amount of attention is necessary for the person to feel objectified at least for them to understand what their role is and what their place is. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it sounds like it. Yeah. No, absolutely. And like, so, um, let's see. But what does it feel like when you're being objectified? Yeah. Is that kind of your original question? Yeah. Um, And then I want to explore what it feels like from the top side to objectify someone as well. I would love to explore that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I'd like to hear your perspective of what it feels like to be objectified too. Yeah. Because you actually have way more experience with um being an object and right. like or in a hypnosis way and stuff like right. that um so but, what are the so yeah. what are the feelings what are the feelings of of being objectified i mean honestly just <laughs> you're not gonna being used yeah um is definitely is definitely kind of just like being of service being used it's just a very happy, sometimes incredibly sexual place for me. Right. So that's no, kind of yeah. what's going through my head. Yeah. Happy sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Sounds horrible. Let's see. So for me, for me, I don't know. It's a it's a tough question to say, like, what, what are the feelings? Because, like, there's a hotness aspect to it. There's a, like, um, sort of that that feeling of being unimportant unimportant or like importantly unimportant sort Mm -hmm. of in the case of objectification scenes which usually like you're the center of attention or there's a spotlight on you to some degree but you're unimportant yeah Um, no i hear that too uh, yeah so like that's a big part of it and then like so so we were kind of talking during the little break about um more about the concept of like so for a while, um, you mentioned that I was, you didn't know that you were being objectified. And I was kind of saying like, well, I was sort of reluctantly objectifying you because I wasn't super comfortable with the concept yet of not seeing you as a person and seeing you as something that was sexually arousing and and sort of pornographic. Um, so I guess I was objectifying you to some degree, but not not like super a lot right it was happening so like from the top side objectifying someone yeah there's there's a huge mindset shift for me as a top to see you as an object or to see you as not human okay and it really it kind of takes some of the same skill sets that i use as a subject in hypnosis where i'll like mark something as important versus unimportant really yes it does um and it's it's that significant of a mindset shift where i will legitimately my brain i tell my brain or my brain tells me that's not a person that's cc <laughs> you know interesting and like okay so it's not that um that's not important or that's not that's not obviously it's not that it's not there because you see me right um but but that's not a person yeah like all these other these are people yeah so it's like but that's it's like a a, it's like a definition change in my head of like 
seeing you whether or not you're a human. I did not know it was that strong it's, a thing for it's you. It's so extremely strong for me, actually. <laughs> like, I call... So, so I call you my best friend all the time. Yeah. Which I... It's... Is, like one of my favorite terms to describe you, right? But I, that's an objective, like that's an objectifying term is to call you. My it best is friend. actually, right? And it and it feels that way, which makes more sense of why it felt <laughs> that way when you first mentioned it. Because a best friend has a certain role, and a best friend you do sleepovers with, and if you objectify the idea of a best friend, then they're the thing that you do sleepovers with. They're the thing that you watch movies with. They're the thing that you. You know, whatever, and then we have other aspects of. To be honest, I was actually friendship. before you even said that. I was actually thinking, you know, when we give people like terms and so forth, there is a bit of a objectification in that. I mean, I don't want to be too no, too keep ridiculous. Going. No, absolutely. Keep well, going. I don't want to be too ridiculous because I call you sis, right? So that's like a title. Yeah. But I'm, you know, it it kind of does put it in anything that you ever put like in a box so to speak uh-huh. right uh-huh. you're kind of messing with that a little yeah. i think um no absolutely well and then there's but in a weird kind of way then there's like the, the the not so fun aspects of objectification where like as a bottom Ooh. you can objectify your top and see them as a kink dispenser and that's no fun right you gotta try to avoid that you definitely have to try to avoid that yeah so i think a lot of it comes down to that that mindset shift of of how you see a person and how like you know yeah how you consider them i guess oh i wish i had more words for this well i remember when we were talking about on one of our other podcasts we were talking about like fantasies and how it was so fascinating because in our fantasies the top in question yeah. in these fantasies were literally just a role yes right yes they weren't like a human yes they were just a role exactly and how fascinating that was since one of the top things that we enjoy about dns and um, Uh, all of this is the emotional connection right and yet that wasn't that wasn't even part of it right well and that's definitely in the fantasy that is a huge pitfall and a lot of people can fall into that and i've definitely fallen into that at times i'm sure you have too like everybody's (laughs) had that experience um yeah yeah Yeah, interesting that's, that's really interesting let's see I, I know I had other are questions. We, are we getting off track then? No, I at think all? I think this okay. is well. I mean, is this is starting to get philosophical, it's, right? No, it's relevant <laughs> though. Like it's it's all relevant. Um. So uh, let's see. Another thing I wanted to talk about in terms of objectification was going mm-hmm. back to the idea, like more literal objectification, where somebody's made into furniture or something. Okay, sure. Um, for me, so I've had a, a lot of experiences of being furniture, both hypnotic and non hypnotic. Right. Um, I so one of the first things I was doing with Master was um, being his footstool, and that was yep. like a, such a happy place for me. And right. And a lot of the objectification in that very literal sense turns into a really meditative, almost like Zen place. Yeah. Because there's an aspect of not being there. Right. Or not being a person. Or not being important sorry i keep burping sort of they don't know okay um so so let's so that made me think about like what are the aspects for me that i consider to feel and and so one of them is the concept of not being there okay i guess sure um 
I don't know. What would you? I mean, I might be different than you. Right. I think, I think that's, that's part of it. Like, so for me, the idea of not existing as a person is part of it. Sure. Of course. The actual being an object. The actual being an object part. Yeah. So let's, let's break it down more. (laughs) So with furniture, your body doesn't have the same feelings that a normal human body would because it's not a normal human body anymore. So then maybe there's aspects of like anesthesia or, um, yeah, anesthesia. No, no, no. What am I saying? I love that you keep using that word. It's a good word. <laughs> we could it's use not the we case could use that later. at all. Um, um, oh, I'm sorry. The thing um, where you don't am- feel pain. Amnesia. No, oh, oh you, meant an- oh, you meant anesthesia oh God, then. This is a mess. No, then that's what you meant. I think. I just thought you meant amnesia. Am I... Am I so drunk that I don't know what words are anymore? Anesthesia, I think, is a- the right word. You couldn't say that either. I think I just said it, didn't I? Nope. Anesthesia. No. Anesthesia. Yes. Anesthesia? I like, I can't say words. Anesthesia is so- the thi- Oh, this is so bad. I'm so sorry, listeners. We get Holy knocked shit. out. That's what, that's getting knocked out. Yeah. I'm not thinking of that. I'm thinking oh. of the thing where you don't Why don't, don't you just feel- say it in other words? Okay, fine. Jeez. Where you're not thinking... Where- <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're not feeling things. Yeah, so so you have numbness, anyways. There you go. So you're not you're not feeling sensations, and I cannot relate to that. Not at all. No. I mean, so for me, it doesn't necessarily go to that place of not experiencing even like kinesthetic sensation at all. Like it definitely, but but I experience sensations differently than I would as a human. Not as much pain, in other words. Yeah, not not as much pain or any. Um, it depends. There's been times when I've been objectified, maybe not necessarily as, I've never been hurt as furniture, I don't think. Um. Okay. But if I'm being objectified, there is some, some pain reduction sometimes. Okay. Uh, as a literal object. So for example, a doll doesn't feel as much pain. Okay. Um, and I think we've actually played with that a little bit. We we have uh, that rag doll. Yes. That night. Yes. That was hot as hell. Um, yes. The the pain was absolutely, like, dulled. Yeah. Um, for that kind of thing. Now, for me, though, when it comes to being, like, a footstool or something of that nature, where I can't... I mean, you can't kneel that long either, so no, that's interesting to right. hear. Um. I have a I have a much longer tolerance when I'm furniture though when I'm kneeling. Right. No, Absolutely. I'm I'm hearing you and I and I witnessed it and I was confused by it, but now this is making more sense. Yeah. I do not. But I don't go to a hypnotic or place. even a role playing place. Yeah. For me, what you talked about at the very very beginning, which is being treated like an object versus uh being, an object, being an object, right? So for me, when I'm a footstool, I am absolutely being treated like a footstool. I see. So the pain is part. So you don't experience any kind of persona shift at all? No. Yeah. I'm very much a person as being a used footstool. Right. And the pain is part of that process. Yeah. Okay. So if anything, that adds to the experience. Um, Usually shortens the experience. I'm not going to lie. But... Of course. You know, 
Yeah. So that's so different. Yeah. So different. Well, and none of these like, are like... Like, you were, like, describing something, and I'm like, eh, I don't have this experience at yeah. all. Well, and it's all... This is all just so dependent on how we would frame doing it, and, like, it's just... Oh, yeah, you and I, it would probably be very different. Well, and it could be. It could be very different. Or, like, yeah, exactly. And Because and, we've done the... We've done the footstool stuff before. Yeah, I'm pretty, and, yeah absolutely. And you... I assume went to a similar place in your head that you do like yes with master or whatever yes um, so yeah we didn't do it in uh, like there we was no framework for hypnosis no nowadays it would be almost implied with me and you yeah so it's very different so and and we've done so actually that kind of reminds me of some of the rope stuff that we've done yes with suspension stuff. We rope actually stuff did. is very similar for me. Yeah, <laughs> as so, objectification. Interestingly yeah. enough, so we've definitely so a lot of the suspension stuff that we used to do was like purely about objectification. Yes, um, and aesthetics and stuff like that. We did yes. a whole scene where I made you into a a a, a, a vase. flower display. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. um, and that was that was really beautiful and fantastic. And did you experience pain reduction with that? Were you able to take more? I don't. Do I don't remember. remember. It, was a while ago. it was a while ago. I remember feeling everything. Yeah. Oh, it's hard to say because in that scene itself, I was kind of transitioning back and forth. Yeah. Um. And so it's hard to say. It's hard to say. I will say this. Um, I have experienced what you're talking about with rope in particular. Yeah. Where you don't feel the pain as much. It's like dulled. Uh-huh. Um, it's not great when it happens with rope, well, no, unfortunately. Th- I was, was going to say, this is actually, <laughs> it's not actually ideal all the time for, for pain reduction to happen because right. it's pain is, I pain is telling can't you can't actually kneel for very long. Right. And pain is telling you important information about what's happening with your That's body. Right. <laughs> like That's very real. And with, with rope and especially with suspension, like, right. And I mean, I don't know, you know, the, this, this is relevant to us like quite a lot and luckily uh sleeping girl knows how to test certain things right. and that sort of thing so i mean safety is always yeah very relevant and but this um, is only so pain reduction is only one aspect of, of objectification because i was thinking like okay so it is something though that is something there's something that to is that. something that happens so so there's kinesthetic changes there's there's possibly yeah. potentially differences in the way that your body responds to touch differently and, like, I don't know if that would need... That, that definitely doesn't need to be suggested. Maybe some people will have spontaneous differences. Maybe some people won't experience spontaneous differences. Sure, sure. That's an aspect that you can play with. And then there's the, the mental aspect that we were talking about of mindset shift and yeah. possibly the idea of, of feeling less important or other right. parts of objectification, which, like, as much as we do it, I feel like I should have more to say about it. And I just... And I mean, we've been talking about it for a little bit. Yeah, I've been yeah. repeating myself like crazy. You think? I feel like it. Uh, one thing we haven't talked about because um, is the um, the entertainment tool. Oh yeah, which is something I've grown accustomed to being or whatever right. <laughs> throughout my life. But um, uh, that's kind of an interesting thing because it's like. You are clearly the center of attention. Yes. And yet you don't necessarily feel like you 
want to be, but you do want to be, well, but that's, you're being like forced to be that's the center your, of attention. That's totally your spin on that for the record. Really? Yes. Because there are a lot of people who would like for, for some exhibitionists being the entertainment tool, that's the goal. And that's, that's the goal. That's right. purely positive and all good. And not reluctant as you're having reluctant issues with it. But I don't know if reluctant, but embarrassing. Yes. It goes to an embarrassing place, which I know we're talking a little more about humiliation when we talk about embarrassment. Right. But I I think an entertainment tool is kind of objectification. Absolutely. No, and that's kind of one of those like pornographic things. Oh, yes. Agreed. You're being porn. But it doesn't necessarily have to be porn. It could be anything. Yeah, it doesn't have to be sexual. Yeah. I yeah. do think humiliation adds to it for us. Like we keep talking about humiliation, which is being really an funny since when we did the um, humiliation thing, we said we don't actually do it that much. We do humiliation all the time. Uh, yeah. No, we 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 acknowledge that. Did we yeah. finally in the I'm, end? I'm pretty sure we did. Oh, when we first talked about. it. I mean, I think I was didn't. fighting you into acknowledging it. Oh really? I saw it the <laughs> yeah. other way around. That's fascinating. Oh, maybe I have no idea. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway. Oh jeez. No, but we keep. So I guess to some degree, part of our appeal of objectification is the, 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 um, the degradation aspect of not being human anymore. Yes. That's part of what we get out of it. That's true. I'm sure that there's that, that some aspects of objectification don't involve that. And for me, actually, a lot of them don't. So like being furniture is not very degrading to me at all, actually. It's it's very purely that that like Zen place, yeah. Of being furniture, being useful, being like yeah, not a person in that way. I wonder if it would be. And, and you mean that in the way of like if it's hypnotic or not hypnotic? Yes, they are if the it, same. For if you it's not hypnotic, if it's not hypnotic, it could easily be argued that I go into a hypnotic place anyways. Yeah, even yeah. if it's. I not mean, I'm stated. kind of going there anyway. Right in my in my head with you because all the times <laughs> I've ever been a footstool or whatever, it, I go very deep into. I mean, if you want to keep on saying Zen place, a headspace, <laughs> some kind of headspace of furniture, right? And like not there. And it's not embarrassing for me at all. It just feels like the right place. And so that's another way to do objectification. Ooh, is for it to be like, this is the place that I'm meant to be right now. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the place I go. Um, so, oh, yeah. So I'm not... I like the place you go, too. I'm not necessarily wanting to find that Zen place, per se, in those moments... Um, unless that's kind of the direction that the yeah. top wants it to go. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I'm I'm good with the struggle. I'm good with the um, the processing constantly yeah. Yeah. throughout the process. And um, but um, yeah, that's so fascinating, though. So when you're an object or being used as an object, or at least when it comes to furniture. Yeah. Yeah, so when we So now was it the same way when you were a lamp? Yeah. In those pictures with um, the master? I wasn't a lamp for most of that. I so Yeah. I wasn't literally a lamp for most of that. Most of that was for the photography aspect. So there was like like I was doing something else with it. Mm -hmm. Um I I think I was literally a lamp for like a couple pictures Mm -hmm. of it. And it was still the Zen place. And when I wasn't a lamp, 
we were doing photography, so I was very focused on on the photography, on the photography. aspect. Yeah, but, sure. But you mentioned, so I don't remember what you mentioned that brought up, but I have done <laughs> quite a bit of sexual usage and sexual objectification. Okay, and sure. Very literal and very not literal. So like, I've certainly been used as a masturbation tool <laughs> before, mm-hmm. which that is getting into that role is a little more humiliating. Okay. So there's there's definitely if I'm still present in some way, if there's if, yeah. if my head is still there and my body's being used, then absolutely there's totally humiliation with that. Yeah. Because it's the aspect of what we're doing that's humiliating. Yeah. Right. Um and let's see. And I've also done like blow up doll stuff, which is mm-hmm. like so I did a blow up doll scene um, semi recently where I was actually struggling because um, I wasn't sure I was going back and forth between being there yeah. and being not there and not being sure where I was supposed to be. So I was sort of floating back and forth between yeah. those two places okay. um, and it was it was very hot and and it would be like i would realize that i was a blow up doll and then i would feel humiliation about it and then i would go immediately back to being yeah. a blow up doll <laughs> um so yeah a lot of it like i mean my like philosophy is is communicating with my partner as much as i can about where i want them to be yeah, and, and like having them have a really clear expectation of where they should feel like they are, or yeah. something, and it, that's like all that communication stuff about like, oh, I am objectifying you, and you should be yeah. aware, or like like having really clear boundaries of of what less sure less ambiguity. Yeah, you I, think that's I, kind of important with this particular play? Um, well. It can be. Yeah. I mean, as long as everybody's on the same page, if ambiguity is part of the goal, then right. that's part of the goal. If not ambiguity is part of the goal, then then you have to con- like yeah. communicate not ambiguity. Sure. And stuff. I it's, this is very meta now. <laughs> yeah, no a little, a little, but that's okay. I mean, uh, I think we're good. No, I think we're good. Um well, so we're going to be yeah. going to do some some sort of objectification trance thing in a few moments. Do you have any things you want to add before we... Before I go away? Before you go away. Um, no, I can't. I can't actually think of anything. Okay, that's a good place to be. That's a good, that's place, a good to be? place to be. All right, we'll be right back. Hi. So we're going to do some trance stuff now. Because that's, that's what we do. All right. So, yeah. That's all it takes. A little touch, a little look, a little moment, a little something, a little bit of movement around the head to take you down, to make you go deep. Change in movement is an interesting thing because there's different things you can notice about your body position and the position of your head and the way that I'm moving your head. And in some ways, that's objectifying, right? It's objectifying when I touch your head and I move your head and I move your body in certain ways. As you can experience that now and you can, like, pay more attention to that now, 
than maybe you usually do about how it feels to be changed and moved. And so I'm manipulating your body. And I'm also manipulating things going on inside your head, right? I'm manipulating the way that you respond. And I'm manipulating the thoughts that you're having to some degree because you are starting to think the words that I'm saying and you're starting to feel certain things and your brain is telling you, giving you little bits of information about the touch that you're receiving and the way that that changes your thought process. Lots of change happening. Lots of things happening. Lots of different bits for you to recognize and realize and have thoughts about and have less thoughts about and have less thoughts about and have less thoughts about and to just go deep down. That's right. So I was thinking about, we've talked about some of your fantasies about being an entertainment tool before. I thought that would be interesting to explore a little bit of. So it would be interesting, I thought, if there was some sort of situation we could put you in and make you a different thing, make you a different person thing, not really much of a person anymore. So if we took away bits of your personhood and we made you more of an object, there'd be certain feelings and sensations and mindset shifts that would have to happen to make you an object, more of like a doll, definitely more of like a doll because you are person shaped you do have person-like qualities about you, but really more of an automaton in some ways. It doesn't really matter how you work. You just know. You just know, and you start thinking more doll-like, and you start feeling more doll-like, whatever that means, because there are certain meanings. When I say that, things happen, and you recognize those changes, and that's a part of who you are at this point. Is that kind of a doll? Very easy. Very simple. And maybe the way that you process my words as a doll is a little bit different. Maybe you could notice that change as well. I'm not sure exactly what that difference is. But you can make those changes to have it be more doll-like right now. And you can notice that difference. And you can adjust just like you need to be. That's right. So I've got you as a doll. And we're going to go somewhere. We're going to go backstage. The curtains are drawn. I'm going to put you in a chair. And I'm going to put little bits of string around your wrists. And around different parts of you. So that you're sort of a little bit more like a puppet. And I can control those parts of you. Like I can lift up your hand a little bit. And then I can lower your hand. And you can feel that sort of the way that it feels to be moved and manipulated in that way. And you can enjoy that. There is a part of you who's watching somewhere away from you. A little part of you that's still left, that's getting to observe what's happening to your body. Because your body is sort of like, I'm taking the, the little bits of brain out of your body and I'm putting them somewhere else. So your body is just left as being a thing, a doll, a puppet, something for me to use, and something for other people to appreciate. So you're sitting in a chair backstage, and you can notice the way that the light is coming in under the curtains, and you can notice the 
different way the shadows are because it's different when someone's backstage and the lights are up and you know those curtains are going to open and you're watching yourself sort of wondering and hoping what's going to happen to your body in this really doll-like place and the curtains start to open and you have no idea whether or not there are people in the audience because your eyes don't really see that they're glassy and they're glazed over and that's great and you feel yourself being manipulated and you feel your hand being lifted and being put between your legs and as though something else is manipulating you as though I'm manipulating you from far away you watch yourself start to masturbate and maybe there's people watching maybe from far away you'd like to hope that there are people watching because your body even as a doll is responsive to the way that you're being touched and the way that you're touching yourself and so you're experiencing these feelings in a very different way and I do wonder how dolls experience masturbation there's got to be some difference, some really concrete difference that you're experiencing right now about how different it is to masturbate as a doll, how different it is to feel yourself manipulated, sort of forced into masturbating as a doll. What does a doll pussy feel like when it's being masturbated? And what do you see from far away? And how does that make you feel watching yourself? from far away, being on display for people, something for people to enjoy, whether or not there are people, not really caring anymore whether or not there are people. So let's take away that part, because for a doll, whether or not there are people isn't really important. What's important is what's happening to your body. And the part of you that's watching from far away maybe feels like it's drawn more and more into your body. And maybe as it gets drawn further into your body, you start feeling more doll-like. The you part of you that's left, that's being drawn into yourself, is starting to lose its you qualities and become more like the doll that's masturbating right now in front of people. And you start losing the parts of you that might care. And all of those little parts can just start disintegrating as they get closer and closer into the part of you that's just an automaton that's touching itself. And they get further and further away. And maybe my voice seems to get a little further away. And you can feel your heartbeat more. And you can feel your body more. Because all a doll really has is to focus on whatever sensations are happening, whatever sensations are being poured into however a doll processes feelings and things and immediacy. There's a sense of things happening now. 
The only thing that's important is the thing that's happening now. And the thing that's happening now is that your hand is touching your pussy. Your doll hand is touching your doll pussy. And something is happening with that. I don't really know what. But that sense of happening now, that sense of really being focused. I'm sure focusing as a doll is different. I'm sure focusing as a doll is an interesting and different experience. And you could be here for a very long time, but you don't really care to think about that very much. Here and there, maybe. And come back up. Mm. And stop masturbating. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. So... Our listener question for today, back by popular demand. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep going. I know you're freaking out. So is there? Because we sort of did different parts of, um, like, you being there and also not being there. So now experiencing the like afterwards part where it's hotter afterwards is happening and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. So our listener question for today. You were blushing really hard. (laughs) What's your favorite kind of objectification play? We'll keep it simple. Um, Please share... Please share your thoughts on what your favorite kind of objectification play or an interesting part of objectification that maybe we didn't discuss with us on Tumblr or on our Discord server or legitimately anywhere, please share this with us. It'd be great if it was public and then we could have really great discussions, everybody sharing their perspectives and learning things. Listener questions are back, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing that's happening. Because you demanded it. Yes. That was a Game Grubs reference. Was it? Yes. Oh. Well. All right. Uh, We'll see you in After Hours, which I have hella plans for. So... (laughs) Bye, everyone. Good night.